This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Still around to throw some shade, Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her, time to drag I am Mono Agapkin. You're listening to the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast available on the internet of any kind. Uh, the hair historians will find this years and years later and say, why was there only one? Unfortunately, that is me. He is I and I is him. I am so excited to be joined today by the lovely, amazing genius professionals. You know them from your new favorite Wow Presents Plus show that is dropping on November 6th. Yes, yes, yes. It's Sissy That Psyche. It's all the folks of Sissy That Psyche. Say hello. Feel free to introduce yourselves to uh, to the listeners because we got three beautiful people here. Sure. Uh, I'll start. I am David Brandon, one third of the sissies. And you, my name is Neville, but you can call me Aunt Jackie as well. And I'm also one third of the sissy squad. Yes. And I am Dr. Brinkley or Matthew or whatever you want to call me. I am with the other third of the sissy squad. I'm so happy to be here and ready to get into this fucking episode. Ooh, okay. I'm really excited to get in this episode, but I have to talk more about Sissy That Psyche. Tell me a little bit more about, for all of us who are about to go watch it immediately on WOW, um, tell us a little bit more about like how this show came to light and what, what we can expect. Mm. Uh, I can talk about how the show came to light because uh, it's, it's literally one of my favorite stories of all time. Uh, Same. Right? It's so Fine good. Check. Uh, so basically, Matt, Neville, and I went to DragCon two years ago. And when we go out, we like to look cute. We like to put on some, you know, a little glitter, a little glam, a little glitz. Um, and and usually people true. stop us and want to talk to us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because of what we're wearing. So we were walking around DragCon, minding our business, saying hello to drag queens. And this this man comes up to us and is like, hey, who are you? And we're like, what? Girl, who are you? Like, what, what is this question? And he proceeds to tell us, I am Fenton Bailey. We're like, what? So I right. know Fenton Bailey because he is, well, I mean, we all know him for being the executive producer of Drag Race, but like I followed his career for a really long time with the documentaries mm-hmm. he used to produce and all the work he's done for Paul. 
So I was a big fan. So I'm like telling him who he is. I'm like, you did this and you did that. And he's like, whoa, you know me? And I'm like, yeah, we know you. Uh, long story short, that he asked us to set up a meeting. We had no idea what that meeting would be about, but we're like, yeah, you want to meet with us? Okay, we'll meet with you. So we meet with him and they asked us to, they like us and they just want us to come up with an idea for a show uh, because uh, my fiance, Matthew, is a doctor. We decided to center, center it around mental health because he's a therapist. And that, uh, that formed Sissy That Psyche, which is a show that basically reviews Drag Race clips and, uh, and uh, talks about mental health all in the same uh, episode. I'll let y'all have some more today. And it was really cool because it's what we already do. We literally sit at the house and yes. put on like clips and we were just like looking at the clips and he's giving us reviews on the clips and we're already doing the thing that they want yes. us to do. So it's like we are getting paid to be ourselves, which is oh, I love this. absolutely amazing. Yeah. You don't do that often. And so for Fenton Bailey, who I didn't know who he was when he came up to us, but I definitely knew when he left. <laughs> um, so after the opportunity to do that, it was literally life-changing. So I yes. appreciate It's called being at the right place in the right time and wearing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wearing, yeah. I need to work on wearing the right thing. <laughs> I need to yeah, work on that. It's very important. And they also gave us the opportunity to uh, have live and studio guests. We also had, you know, people call in. We also had people send in video messages of us, like, giving them advice on some things that they might be going through that deal with some of the similar elements that happen in these classic drag race clips. So it's just a fun, fun, fun show, but you also walk away with those morsels of becoming a better person. Okay, I That's love right. this because I, I we also I feel like all of us kind of do this. You know what I mean? Like, I obviously not. I'm not very qualified, but like, I <laughs> I I we all we do this on this podcast because like you know we're all on wellness journeys. So it's so fun to watch that, especially when you see a tidbit of yourself. It's so fun to be like, Ooh. oh, imposter syndrome, um, which there's a lot of it on Drag Race UK. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What is that? Why is there so much on Drag Race UK? I mean, you're on a national platform stage. You're being compared. Basically, literally every single breath that you take, you're being compared to someone. And Mm -hmm. watch a million seasons of Drag Race, and there's a winner every single season. And when you're at the bottom two, yeah, it makes sense, because you may not feel like that might be your last lip sync. Mm -hmm. And you may not feel like you have it. So I think it makes so much sense why a lot of the queens, they doubt themselves, right? They doubt that, damn, is this going to, am I going to make it? I might not. And at, if you notice, after most of the lip syncs, the queens start crying, right? Because mm-hmm. it could be their last moment on that stage. So I think it makes perfect sense why the queens just, they have, they doubt themselves a lot. They, but there are really, I love the moments when they overcome something and they really win and it kind of reaffirms, oh, this is why I'm here. So I love that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what advice do you give to someone? I'm someone who struggles with, and, and I don't know if this is the right phrasing of it, but like, I, I relate to the queen so much when they're like, am I enough? Um, so like, what advice or, or, or like, even what examples from Drag Race do you see where that comes up in the narrative? Yeah. Am I enough? Yeah. I can't think of an example specifically right now, but I know for queens that don't feel like they're enough, what's that phrase that's going around? Uh, the Lulu is the new Lulu. You've got to be delusional. Like, you have to have 
some delusion. Wait, Delulu is the new Salulu? Delulu is the new Salulu, baby. I love that. (laughs) Yes, you have to be a little delusional because that's the only way you're going to even rise to that level. You have to kind of believe you're there already, right? Yeah. When they say fake it till you make it, I feel like the best drag queens fake it as hell until they make it. Like, look, I mean, go back to Shangela. Like, what the fuck? Totally. Totally. She stepped in. Uh, she was a drag queen for three months. Yeah. Three months. Totally. And then she stepped in, went home. The first episode, I know I'm thinking of way back, came back season three and, you know, did pretty well. And then look at her now. So like, yeah, up that delusion, up that delusion. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I need more of that. Yeah, because I, I am all we're all in manifesting phases of our life, I'm guessing. But yeah, I am also like leaning into my delusion and like like, you know, what is there's a razor thin edge between manifestation and delusion, right? And it's like mm-hmm. and believing is achieving. So why don't I just end channel my inner candy muse and be my own favorite drag queen? Why yeah, not? yeah, yeah. Because that inner saboteur, we all have that inner saboteur. So we kind of need to be our, like our, you know, that inner cheerleader for ourselves to, to combat the inner saboteur. And mm-hmm. manifestation is real. I had on my vision board, which I almost always forget to mention, on my vision board says, be on a show discussing mental health. And here mm-hmm. I am, oh, discussing mental health. So manifestation is, is a thing. It's, it's, it's something and it works. Yeah. I love that. So can I throw a random drag race memory your way? And we like before we dig into this episode, just a random drag race memory your way. And like we give people just a taste of what you're actually going to be giving us on Sissy That Psyche. I love okay, sure. Give us a scene. Give us a scene. A yeah. scene. I'm going to give yeah. you all a scene. So let's talk. OK, here's here's what I want to talk about. This is an iconic one. Let's talk about the moment in All Stars 3 where Benda La Creme decides to sacrifice herself. Can can we talk a little bit about that? When you see that clip, what do you think? And is this a tidbit of what's on the show? So All Stars 3, you know, normally the episode is set up because I'm the reality TV show guru, right? So I know Mm -hmm. everything about all these scenes and reality shows. Mm -hmm. So I normally set it up. uh, So I'll try to do that now without preparing. Okay. But, <laughs> um, Sorry. So, you know, it's the year of so-and-so and so-and-so. And Benda LaCreme is absolutely killing All Stars 3. And Benda LaCreme was also a queen that wasn't really, you know, really active on social media or really out there doing a lot of things before All Stars 3. So she was kind of like a sleeper kick. You know, she was talented from season six, but she wasn't like a somebody who was really in the forefront of any of the fans' brains. And she came in and completely dominated. Uh, She kept winning. Uh, She was winning lip sync. She was sending people home. And she finally had a moment with the queens in the back, like, it is hard sending people home every week. It's also hard lip syncing every week. Like, I'm doing double the work of mm-hmm. any other queen here because mm-hmm. half of y'all don't have to lip sync every week <laughs> because the top has to lip sync. So, um, yeah, the bitch just got tired and she <laughs> did not feel good about Me- it anymore. Medically and- speaking. <laughs> <laughs> and she made a decision that was for herself. And to this day, everyone is still really torn about mm-hmm. what that decision looks like. And so then we would pitch it over to uh, Matt to give like, um, you know, a kind of 
not a diagnosis, but like a breakdown of what that looks like and what the decision was. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my first response is anytime I hear that, my first response is, oh, girl, like, girl, 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 girl. You, you signed that contract to be on this show and mm-hmm. you signed the contract to send these girls home. It's unfortunate that the girls just wasn't like, you know, up to the, the par, the level you were. But uh-huh. you also understand, you know, there is a lot of that's a lot of pressure that you are being put being put into, well, you're in this role of I'm slaying this competition. And, you know, that can get to a lot of people, you know, being successful comes with a lot of pressure and that can be very anxiety provoking. That can be, you know, that can also come with imposter syndrome. Damn, am I going to be able to continue this? What happens if I fall off of this? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be able to do it? Am I even enough when I'm even at the top? So I think all those things are coming into play. And also, I'm pretty sure she was also a congeniality contestant or a person. Yes. Yes. So me winning and sending people home, how does what does this do to my own brand? I think all of those things are running in her mind at once. And she said, you know what? I'm going to pull the plug myself. So mm. she said, you know what? I am going to just eliminate myself. Do I agree with the decision? Hell no. But I <laughs> understand all of the psychological uh, playgrounding that she was going through at that time. Mm-hmm. I agree with the decision. I loved that she could have her own lipstick. She said, it's going to be me, baby. I got control. Because when you're ready to bow out, sometimes you need to bow the fuck out. Just go. And my girl was ready to go. Also, yeah. I think I think that... Because this was season three of All Stars. Season one was teams, right? Season yeah. two was the first time they did the Big Brother style, like vote somebody out. She probably she might have came in thinking that it was going to be a whole different format again, right? Yeah. But it was the same Big Brother format. So I don't know if she signed the contract, then knew she would have to actually send people home. Maybe she thought it was going to be a different situation. Um, so I give her grace with that. But I think also, like, when you're at the top, it's so much better to bow out at the top than to, than to fall. You know what I mean? Like, had she had that pressure week after week after she left, she might have actually not done a good job in, in all of the things that she could have done well in. So mm-hmm. I love her decision. She's iconic for it. To me, she's a winner. I love her. Period. Like, she is one of the winners. So, yeah, I love her too. She's great. I also think, again, this is like one of my, it's both my favorite and um, also deeply uncomfortable elements of All Stars 3 was there was a, there was a racial tension on All Stars 3. Yes. And I love, I love the way Kennedy Davenport like really brings this to light and says, Milk, you are screaming privilege at me. You're like, you're excluding me from the conversation before I even speak. And you're unaware of how how just how privileged that is. And, and like, I, I love that, that there was a tension that may, that tension may have also been at play as Ben Delacram being a white queen winning and her being like, I need, I need to not be here. I, this is freaking me out. We're about to have another white winner of all stars. Maybe I need to get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah. That's me projecting maybe, but I do love that that element was in, as uncomfortable as it was. I love that that conversation was being had in All-Stars 3. And like, I even think even today, a couple years later, a, a, a white queen like Milk would not be behaving as poorly as Milk was a couple years ago because of the conversations we're having. Um, I am of two minds, of it, but I really do not uh, like the decision of her uh-huh. competition. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like, you know, when you start to play a game, 
it ruins the game for everyone if someone quits. If I begin a game of Monopoly, and you know, we all know Monopoly's gonna take a bit, <laughs> but you decide after an hour to then quit, it messes up the game for everyone, right? We have to figure out who's your pieces go to, who, you know, what, where does the money go? So it, you have to then reshift everything because you didn't, you know, stand on the commitment that you made, you know, starting out the game. Mm -hmm. uh, I also think it's an iconic piece of reality television. And as a reality TV lover, I absolutely love the moment. Mm -hmm. But I don't agree with calling her a winner because she did not win. <gasps> uh, I also, you know, and that's just the fact of it. I do believe that you, I think Matt said it the best, actually. We just had a wine Wednesday that was super, super powerful and encouraging um, this week with some friends. And Matt actually said to the room, he said, make sure you refill your tank before you get on E. Mm. And I think Bendler was just at E. You know, yeah. she got to E. And that is okay for her to step away, you know, to take care of her mental health and do what she thinks is good for herself. But as a competitor, being in the competition or even being, um, you know, someone watching, it's just, it tarnishes the legitimacy of the competition. And, mm. you know, I definitely appreciate her for doing what she had to do for herself. But when it comes to the game, man, you know, you should have just got sent. You know, just, I don't know. T. I, yeah. And, and is that a thing? Like, is this person just afraid to to get sent, right? Yeah. Yes. That could also be underneath that. Is this person just afraid that they will have a flub week and get sent home? So we yeah. don't know what all was going on. I would love to sit down with her and get into her her psyche, okay? Because, um, yeah. This is Her fun. story has changed a little bit over the years. So I'm, I'm okay with not talking to her about it. <laughs> I love this y'all this is fun this is just a taste of what you're gonna get on Sissy That Psyche dropping November 6th on WoW Presents Plus <laughs> wait I I fucking love this I fucking love this I guess for the sake of time we could talk about this forever but let's go ahead and start diving into this episode and let's talk I mean again we'll let's go ahead and say right Naomi Carter imposter syndrome sufferer it kind of gave up on herself. She's gone home. Thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was her time. Mm -hmm. It was her time. It she was. was not winning this season. So if you want a contender to win in my brain, um, mm -hmm. I don't care about the boot order. Like, I don't really care where really? people go home um, if I don't clock you as a winner within, like, the first two or three episodes. I think she's a sweetheart. I think she was the traitor this season. I would definitely have a good round or two with her. But <laughs> um, as far as the season, it wasn't her time. And I think that's okay. And I think she left her mark and kudos Tea. to her. T. Yeah. I wanted yeah, to see a little more of her, but go ahead. Go ahead, David. I wanted to see more of her, but you're right. She wasn't going to win. No. She wasn't going to win. And I also wanted to see more of her. But as the episode started, I was looking at the girls on the couch. And I said, actually, this is the this is a good cast. Everyone mm -hmm. else that was yeah. voted out before were okay, but I could see a little piece of any of these girls possibly getting to the yeah. possibly winning at this point. So I was like, okay, she's gone, but also now, now we're getting into it. Now we can actually start this show. Over here. Yeah, this week was an impressive one, which we'll get into, but like, it was pretty, no one fucked it up completely. It was a hard one to go, well, who is the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Now, we're going to have a little reading challenge now. Let's quickly talk about the psychology of a reading challenge. Well, okay, wait. Actually, before that, let's talk about Banksy, right? Banksy's coming off of this blow up and then immediate, like, like calm down. You watching that, what do you think to yourself when you see a blow up and a, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry? It's given, she needed to go, she needed to go see that psyche real quick, okay? She mm-hmm. got overwhelmed. She was over it. The tensions are high. <laughs> You know, but she had a little moment to herself and said, you know what? Okay, one, I'm on TV. Let me make sure that, you know, I look presentable. No shade. Mm-hmm. Also, let me give these girls the benefit of the doubt that, hey, maybe they weren't trying to harm me. I may have said some things that were taken a certain way. Let me just smooth things over with the people. But I definitely mm-hmm. felt tensions were high and she just needed to get away. Mm-hmm. Um but her sissy space, you'll figure out what that is a bit later. But, you know, <gasps> she, oh, she had to go somewhere and then she came back. Trademark sissy space. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's actually something that we we do on the show. Matt has a lot of techniques that he uses in his practices. Oh, and then we, we, we sissied it up. And when I saw the episode, I immediately said, oh, yeah, my girl had to go to her sissy space. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, she took a second. And even uh, Caramel said to her, she said, I... I'm just shocked by how fast you came back, mm-hmm. you know, and, and had some, and you know, came back as a different person. Or you came back, you smoothed it out because she said, "Me, when I give a storm out, baby, I'm out. Okay, yes, <laughs> I'm out of there for a minute, or you know, it's and so I did respect Banksy for coming back and just smoothing it over. Do I think that she was justified in popping off? Yes, um, I absolutely do. I need for nobody to say my name on that stage at any moment unless RuPaul asks who should win. Okay? Keep my name out your mouth other than that. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Keep my drag queen's name out your mouth. Um, (laughs) Oh, we're going (laughs) to... We're going to talk about the sissy, the the psyche implications of a reading challenge. But first... (gasps) Silence, my queens. I feel like taking a break. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. 
HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last-minute gift for, like, your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Break back my break. We're back in. We're talking the reading challenge. These girls are about to read each other. Let's, okay, I want to hear your opinion on... What is the give and take on I am a mentally healthy person who can handle a reading challenge versus this reading challenge has tumbled and tippy tumbled my confidence? What what do you think when you see that? Mm. I mean, I think that one, we know that this is a thing that always happens on Drag Race. So you kind of have to come in no shade, having thick enough skin to where you can receive the read. Mm -hmm. And be able to also deliver a read. Now, some of these queens can read. Some of the queens, like Carmel, flubbed a little bit. So, I know. Yeah, that's also a thing, too. But it's I do think you're, you're signing up for to read. It's just kind of like culture of drag race. You're reading the entire, and your confessionals, you know, when you're getting in the workroom, you're reading the entire time. So it kind of comes with the territory. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. It comes with the territory. you got to have a thick skin. But I also think that in reading, you have to be, you know you're coming on the show to read, know how to do a good read. A good read has comedy in it. A good read, no matter what, keeps the person at the other end of the read laughing at themselves. If mm. you're just making fun of somebody, that's a read, but it's not, it's almost playing with those. Like, you need to have some comedy with you uh, when it comes to read. And one thing I want to mention is <laughs> someone that should have got read but did not get read, get read, uh, RuPaul. So RuPaul walks in in a very, I feel like this is a very wrinkled shirt. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even notice. It, it, it was given milk. It was given milk strag. Yeah. Ah. That, that's exactly what milk wore on that runway. No shade. It's literally what milk wore. I didn't eat. Oh my God, it is that season six milk runway. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. That is so funny. <laughs> 
That's the first thing I noticed with the wrinkled shirt. And RuPaul, I love you, but you know, you can do better. And uh, I was surprised none of the girls read her for that because it's always fun when they turn it on RuPaul. <laughs> Look, my girl, my girl RuPaul is coast to coast, okay? I just, we got to see some episodes of our show. And mm-hmm. like in one of them, my hat is like bent on us. I'm like, oh my God, the world is going to read me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wardrobe malfunctions happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did appreciate, I don't want to fuck up her name, but I do want to say maybe it's Kate Butch. Yes. Who yes. Well, who said, have I been writing down reads every night? Oh, it was Ginger. It was Ginger Johnson. Ginger, yeah, Ginger yeah. Johnson. Uh-huh. Have I been writing down reads every night? Yes, I have. Because, <laughs> yes, do that shit. You know, yes. you, every season, you know, things are happening. That little Easter eggs are happening while you're in the workroom and you're picking up on little stuff. Write that shit down I and know. be ready for it. So I appreciated that a lot. Because if you're not writing down the reads, you probably don't think you're going to win the season. Because right. it's going to get to a point in the season where you're going to have to read somebody. So mm-hmm. that's just, that's one mentality to me to be prepared yes. for that moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. Did not, oh, sorry. sorry Yo, me. tell me, David. Tell me. I was going to say someone who did not write her reads down to mention earlier was Miss Caramel. Uh, did not write a single, and if she did, then she should express it. I wrote a new one. Uh, it, now this was. For me, this is disappointing as a black person. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> reading reading comes from the ballroom team. It comes from brown and black communities. So it's mm-hmm. giving girl. You should have had your reading glasses ready to go. The reading should have been in the back of your head ready to go, and they were not. And then at the same time, she's also an American queen. Like she was. That's where I was about to go with it. I was saying, mm-hmm. fuck the black shit. I was I wanted to be proud of being American. <laughs> I'm screaming. I my am girl, girl, American. American. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm 100% with that. Yeah, she's from Atlanta. It's like, I, I guess it makes sense. Sometimes it makes sense when someone is so gorgeous and such a good performer. Sometimes it feels good that they have a, a, a flaw. Um, but I was surprised. Yeah. And I'm surprised I, 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 no one made fun of Caramel, too, being like, Caramel, like, or at least like, maybe they cut it out, right? But there is a million reads on Caramel, baby. Just like the candy, I see you running down my lips and out of this competition. Like, <laughs> I was like, more more candy jokes. <laughs> yes, so easy, so easy. She did get read by one person, and the whole time she was like gagging at the freaky, I forgot what it was. And it looked like she, she was not taking it well. I know. It was also interesting, like now rewatching the episode, the, the, the edit of Banksy telling D Delicious she's going to be D Deported is yeah. heartbreaking when we realize how this episode ends. <laughs> wow. oh, they say you should I never would... make jokes about going home and stuff like that because normally that person ends up going home. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And the funny thing is, every episode they probably all say it, but they just probably use that clip from the person that goes home. <laughs> yes. You're right. So they're all picking their roles. There's some, you know, overall they come, they're quite um, amicable about picking their roles, even when Caramel thinks she wants to be the cow. She's like, you know what? I'll be the pop star. Everyone seems to be happy about their roles. And unlike the U.S. edition, they're like, this will make the best show. Let's make sure we make the best show. What do you think about that? Yeah, I was so happy. It's so admirable because it's, it's to have a good musical for your season period. 
it's to have a good musical. We, us, the sisters, we love watching musicals. We will watch the same musical over and over and over again. But mm-hmm. there's only a handful of them. There's been so many, but there's only a handful of them that we actually watch over and over again. And those are the girls that we're paying attention to long after the season's over. I don't care if I never see them again. If you're in a good musical, I will remember you. So I think it's so important to forego your ego and set it up so that the cast is good and well-placed in a musical. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about the ego. I appreciate when the uh, when the queens are like, you know what? I think they're going to flub on this role, so I'm going to give it to them. Okay? It's to play the game at the same time. Um, honestly, yeah. which Caramel was doing but then backed away when when Caramel let, I believe, Ginger Johnson take that role. So yeah. I appreciate when the queens are like, you know what? I am going to take this role because I'm going to do well. Or I'm going to make sure someone else gets the role that they're going to flub on because I'd rather them be in the bottom than me. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. I think everything's fair in this game. This 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 game is crazy. It is Survivor. Um, and, you know, every time you're playing the game. Also, you know who is a, the, the silent contestant? The producers. So, mm-hmm. like, you need to yeah. – I know you can't always control your story. But if, at the very least, if you give them a story, then you're increasing your chances of getting to stay another week. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, winning the show isn't just about, you know, getting the crown at the end. It's also about, you know, just being memorable. And, you know, I would rather there be a little battle for the roles. I do. Uh, I I do appreciate a little battle for the roles. Uh, Has any of y'all seen a panto before? No, I have not. I was I'm familiar with it, but I I was not familiar with it. I haven't seen it. No. Yeah. No. Anyone else? No, I definitely had to. I was watching. Oh, let me Google what a panto is. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Okay, I had to do all that before I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did not know. Very interested in them. Yeah. Very interesting. Let's say Rue looks stunning. Any opinions on this Rue look? I love. I love it. I love how Rue looks. I love the the little sh- everything. I love Rue's outfit. Mm-hmm. I love a leg. I love when her legs are out. Mm. Yes. I love yeah, the it's giving. Her. I love it's great. Oh, it's this gunmetal tinsel. It's giving yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. It's yeah. hot. Her, her and Michelle look really well together. Stunning. Yeah. Michelle always Michelle looks good. Always She's, she is. And I love, you know, uh, Michelle just always has it put together. Her team is over. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty sick. They they look unbelievable. Like they they look richer and richer every day. Yeah. To be a cis woman on a drag show for hundreds of episodes, it could, you know what? It could have went the other way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate yeah. that she keeps up with it and there's rarely any notes. T. Yeah, there's no notes. She's an icon. Yeah. She's amazing. So let's talk about Panto. Oh, no, she better don't. We'll just kind of stumble through the roles and how you feel they attacked it. Kate Butch as our narrator. Thoughts? I loved Kate. I thought she opened it up really well. She was very really yes. funny. She was screaming a lot. I loved her performance. Um, yeah. She made me know it. She's like, okay, she, she's an acting queen. And I, and I saw that from Kate Butch. It's funny. I agree. She set the tone. Open the show and set the tone. Said, "This is the level that we're going to do this at," and I feel like for the most part they kept it at that level of not. T, 
T. I love it. Again, and then, again, she's fantastic. I'm a big Kate Butch fan. I love that she knows her drag is ugly and hideous. Like, even in the reading challenge when she was like, I'm yeah, I'm ugly, but I know how to read a bitch. Like, it's I fucking read, love yeah. that. <laughs> Let's talk about Michael Maruli. Another interesting contestant on this season because, like, Michael is, like, team talent, team experience, how do you see, I mean, how do you, how do you think about this? Like, how did you enjoy her performance? And how do you see her story going down on Drag Race UK? There is something uh, um, missing for me. And I don't know what it is. And I'm not sure if I'm going to get enough time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. The judges um, like her. Yeah. 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 I, what were you saying, Matthew? Saying the judges seem to like her because they always do the Michael Maroon. Maroon. Michael Maroon. Like they seem to really enjoy her character, which I think that alone is going to carry her far. You know, even in this Rusical, I'll be honest, I was trying to, I was looking at when Kate and Michael are together, I'm more focused on Kate than Michael mm. for me personally. So that is what I was thinking about when the comparisons were happening. I was looking at Kate more than Maruli for me personally. Totally. Yeah, I like Michael. I see the trajectory being a uh, an Ivy Winters or a Ginger Minge story. Mm. Very, very close to the top, but definitely, I don't see a top three. I see coming back in All Stars and doing well again, also not winning. Kind of being that kind of queen that's always there, almost close to the top. But um, yeah, like Neville said, I think there is something missing for me. Mm-hmm. Totally. I think I know what it is. I really don't like her name. it's her boy name it's her boy name yeah yeah it takes me out of the fantasy a little bit and then with the running joke of being michael maruli you know it's like oh this is you know a man you know or this This is you know (laughs) this is a male presenting and Funny because um, her last name means lettuce. I need to just put that out there. She's so she said she's Greek. Her last name means lettuce. And to me, the fact that her name isn't like a lettuce pun, it blows my yeah. mind away. Like let let yeah. let us entertain you or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what's silly? But you know what? She can make me know it. And you know, she's had some decent runways. She seems like a nice girl. I do not dislike her, but I mm-hmm. do. I I just don't see her winning this season. So she has took in the uh, Naomi Carter role in my room. Yeah. Yeah. I also like how she paints. I appreciate how she paints her face. I love that. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think she's experienced as fuck and she's good, but I don't think that this doesn't usually work in this show. (laughs) It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about D Delicious. For me, the obvious bottom of this gang, unfortunately, for me. I don't know why. <laughs> now, she's someone who I am not buying, and I couldn't exactly tell you why, but out of these girls, I was unfortunately ready to see her go and then a little bit sad when she didn't. What do y'all think? Yeah, she wasn't as, like, dynamic as the other girls in the performance, but I could definitely tell it's like she was like trying to be. Mm-hmm. But I think the way she did that was just by yelling as opposed to giving more of everything else. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. She wasn't like a standout to me other than standing out to be in the bottom. But yeah. <laughs> I, She didn't stand out to be in the bottom for me. I, I really appreciated how she looks. Um, 
I also don't know what the fuck a panto is, right? So, right. you know, me looking at the episode, as soon as it started, I was like, oh, shit. Let me just get into the fantasy. And Kate Butch, like you said, set the tone of what the hell I was about to be watching. And then it kind of dipped a little bit for Michael Marulli for me. But when this bitch came out and was looked like a clown and was mm-hmm. throwing bread and had props and was doing splits, I thought, I thought it was good. So, yeah. Shit. Whoops. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I might be alone in this. Yeah. I would keep going, David. Oh, I, I disagree. I agree. I thought Dee Dee, honestly, I had to check. I had to say, wait, who is that? That's Dee Dee. Oh, yeah. I really, really, really liked it. Um, I mm-hmm. thought for me in the performances, she was in the top for me. Um, so I'm surprised that people wanted her to go home. Wow. Yeah, I have. I'm, but I think it's just that I'm over her in the scheme of the characters here. I've just decided I, and that's not necessarily right because I think my taste is weird in that I want to see the ugly comedy queens fuck it up on the like, and I mean not fuck it up in a cunty yeah. way, fuck it up in a bad yeah. way. I would rather see the comedy queens who can't turn a look progress further than the bitch who can paint her mug, and that's maybe my weird taste in drag. And I think for me also, I just wasn't really laughing as much as Dee Dee as I was with like Kate or Michael right before. So I think that also mm-hmm. went to my determination of, okay, am I liking this character? And no shade, mm-hmm. production plays a big role because a lot of times they're panning back to the faces of the judges and they're like, hmm, they're not really like giving a lot, which also makes me think, damn, okay, maybe this isn't as good. I don't know. Yeah, they will trick you into thinking that somebody's doing bad. I hate Absolutely. when they do that. It's like, just let me watch the fucking thing and have an opinion, please. Yeah. What'd you think about Vicky? Vicky's up next. I mean, she's given a lot of faith as this sort of a slutty milk maid. What'd you think? I love how she came out. It was cute. It was so I love the way she like wiggled out there. That was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I liked her. I liked it too. Appreciate it. Um, that, lip, that lip is wild, but I, I do like it. <laughs> watching it I felt like she was safe so I did love when they were in the back and she really thought she was about to win I was like it's no way and then you know they said oh Vicky's illusion there's no way she's winning this week I said okay great I'm on the same page I again the producer said bitch sit your ass down and shut the fuck up don't talk about how you're such a winner stop stop peacocking and just to piss you off the winner is ginger yeah yeah, I do Vicky think wasn't a contender for the win for me at all. Mm, at all. Yeah. I, I was actually surprised how much life Vicky got from the judges. Honestly, I, I didn't think she would get as much life personally. But I was like, okay, I, I guess I see what they're saying. But I just wasn't, I wasn't on the same page as that. Yeah. I mean, speaking of ego, I do think Vicky, or at least the edit, is, is, is making her ego seem a little bit of a problem. Well, she won the first episode, and I don't even think she won the first episode. T. Justifiably. T. T. Yeah. There's an interesting story of the uh, the experienced road dogs, right? Her and Michael represent the experienced girls, and yeah. right now that story is biting them in the ass. They need to calm yeah. down. So what do you think of these pop bitches be, of course, our mate Tamara Thomas, the roomies, Tamara Thomas, and Caramel? I love Tamara Thomas. Yeah. Me too. I love Tamara Thomas. 
Okay. She gave a run for her money in them counts. Let's be clear. Okay. Let's be clear. Okay. She always does. If it's them two next side by side, I'm sorry. Tamara eats her every time. And Damn. I, 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 don't, I don't see Tamara as being a winner. She's not even a favorite of mine. Um, I think I just don't love her personality yet. Um, but but she is very talented and she's doing well. You sleeping on you sleeping on tomorrow for me. You you sleeping on tomorrow. You sleeping on tomorrow. I'm sorry. I see her. I'm sorry. In the finale and your gag when she's when she gets the crown. I, 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 I could see her winning. Oh, because she, she's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like she's almost like the British adored Delano to me. Like in in a very good way. Like kind of she's crunchy. A good time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That bitch is having a good time. She's in drama with her roommate. She got a storyline. You know, she's having a good time. She looks great out of drag. She looks, you know, she's had just, a, just enough work done. Um, but she also looks great in drag. She's pretty talented. She's funny to me. I think she has some of the best confessionals. Oh, um, yeah. For hands yeah. down. I feel like she doesn't need to be coached when she goes in there. I feel like she... You know, smokes a blunt, has a glass of wine and goes in there and just, you know, has a ball and you see it on stage. And <laughs> I did like that her and Caramel did that together because it made sense. They know each other, but she tore Caramel up. Yeah. Damn. T. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about the rest of this rusical, but first, silence. I feel like taking another damn break. Hi, listeners. Here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de- decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, 
you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit betterhelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Bring back my break. Let's get back into this ruse call. Let's talk about Ginger Johnson as the cow. What do we think? I was so confused. You know what? That cow was just standing there. And the whole time I'm like, I see, <laughs> I see, I see pumps. Are there, pu- are, is that the pit crew? Is that like, yeah. <laughs> I was so confused on the cow just being there. And then they emerged and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It was confusing. Was I thought they did really good. I thought they did really good. I don't know if I totally believed they were the unbelievable hands down winner, but I thought they did fantastic. Yeah. The, the, the singing moved me. I was definitely moved by the singing. Um, uh, the, the, the outfit. Um, I was a little confused at the outfit. Just a little okay. bit of the bottom. Um, mm-hmm. And also that comes into play later with her women look as well. But sure. this episode made me pay attention to Ginger for real. Like, I like her. I like her. I think she's talented. I think she has something. I like her a lot. I like her a lot. She's ready to play ball and just kind of be a funny cunt. And I'm, that will bode well for her. Yeah. I guess finally, let's talk about Banksy as our butterface. What do we think? First of all, the name is trying it. It's so funny. Um, honestly. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. you know what's funny? I saw Banksy going really far. Me too. I really did. But I thought she was in the finale. I thought yeah. she was going to go really far. And yeah, in this performance, she was just not really doing it, honestly. Yeah. She, she just wasn't moving a lot. You know, she's just yeah. very like quasi da almost. So mm-hmm. I judges when they you have to be a confident bitch to play an aggressively ugly bitch. And mm-hmm. I think Banksy was so I might be in the minority, but in the very beginning. I didn't see Banksy going far at all. I actually was mm-hmm. surprised when she like won a challenge. I was like, oh, okay, maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Um, mm-hmm. Because to me, it was just a little timid. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe that's something I need to unlearn about, you know, like tall, really skinny, lanky people. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's something that I've just been, you know, need to unlearn for media. But then for the tall, timid one to then be Butterface, and then gets at home. It was like, oh, well, that checked out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I did. I was gro- I was really growing to love Banksy. I don't know why. I think like the awkwardness, and of course the amazing story about the loving story, your yeah. partner, uh, even when they're going through, you know, um, authenticating their life. Like I, there was so much I loved about Banksy, and I was, I loved the the design challenge she won. So I was really upset to see her leave. But again, I was like, I got to look at the facts. She's yeah. not a great no. mover or not a no. great lip syncer. No. Yeah. It's gonna be if you're not a great mover or lip syncer, you better win every single because totally. that's the only way that you're gonna stay out of having to do any boss in, in, in a lip sync. And totally. For me, I also I agree. I thought Banksy was going to win 
the entire thing. I <laughs> put all my money on Benson. I did. I did. I put all my money on this girl. And she just yeah, it's my girl. It's the Lulu. The Lulu. And it was it's the Salulu. It was not for her. She, she, needed, she uh, needed more delusion. She needed that. You know what I'm saying? She, she needed it. With her being so tall, with her being so tall, she was always going to be a runway girl, and she did not disappoint there. And I appreciated, you know, her runways throughout the season. But as far as the challenge performances, I never really cared for them. But when you're eight feet tall and you know, a hundred pounds soaking wet, giving me you know top model fish, Mm -hmm. then Okay, at least you're doing that. And, and she if you want to be on top, you got to yeah. be on top. So I did appreciate that for her. Um, yeah, I am. She was a curious case for me of like, damn, I and I, I, I frankly, I think last week she could have been in the bottom and the producers might they might have known she's not a great lip syncer and they were trying to protect her from the bottom. And then they were like, fuck, I'm, I don't know how many times we can protect her from the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part. Or maybe they were really hoping she would turn that lip sync, but she did not. Absolutely no. not. That lady gave her. Yeah. So before we fully, please go, go, go. The one thing I did like in her panto performance was the little catwalk she did. Yes. It was. It was actually very lackluster and and shy, but I liked it. Uh, so I just liked it. <laughs> Not yeah, I like it, but I read it. I'm screaming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. It's tough to say who the bottom was. For me, the real bottom was definitely DD, but I almost would have put Ooh. Kate in the bottom just so, and this is me speaking out loud, just so Kate can send DD home. Like, that's crazy. You hate her. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm not hey, that big of hey, a fan. Hey, did not deserve a touch of that bottom. I disagree. <laughs> come for me. <laughs> Fucking come for me. Yeah. I don't know why I'm not buying Dee Dee. Am I alone? I'm just not buying her. I think she... I, I bought her this episode. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think she's good enough. Uh, do I Ooh. necessarily care if she wins? I don't think they'll crown her. I think she is associated with another wild property. I think she's associated with Crystal. I think she's very talented, and I think she sh- should make it far enough. But mm-hmm. yeah, she's yeah. not winning. T. So now so we're gonna look at these out. looks. We gotta chirp and burp these looks, okay? If you okay. like, and I love this category, mirror mirror. If you like a look, chirp it for me. If you're not buying it, you can burp it. So let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk All right, about. So, so just to, so some ground rules from me. Uh-huh. I and and David can maybe expand on this a little bit, but I'm gonna use ballroom rules. Oh, I like um, this. Are we chopping? So for me. <laughs> If it is not giving me mirror, you're chopping. It's a burp. Okay. Got it. That's got just it, all got it. You got to pass that. And then I'll decide if I just think it's cute. But okay. If it's I like not giving this. Me mirror, it's immediate burp. <laughs> I like this. So with that, yeah. let's talk about caramel. I mean, it's a burp. <laughs> uh huh. Tell me more. Uh yeah, you know, I wish the the undergarment was silver, you know. Uh, mm. you know, it just not Yeah, what was up with that? Yeah, yeah, it just 
it, it's just not really the, it just looks all over the place almost in the body i wish it was a bit more not as flims flimsical if that's even a word child <laughs> yeah i just didn't agree with how whimsy the metal was mm. is the beyonce who the outfit was made for in the room with us right now mm-hmm like I like, she kept on saying it was made for Beyonce. She was like, it might have been made for Beyonce, but maybe Beyonce looked at it and said, hey, you gotta get that to somebody else." I don't think it hit the floor at all. I don't think it was on the Renaissance tour, but if it was, eat me up. <laughs> yeah, I no. hear you. I hear you. It's pretty good for me. Like there are things I like about it, and there are things I don't. I love the wig. I love the face. Love the hair. Love yes. It eats. Neck up. I'm gonna and give I like it a light legs. chirp. I do like her legs. I do like her legs. I do agree with you. I, it's a light chirp for me, but I agree. Like the weird, like the the cut of this almost just makes her look like she has a long steel penis a little bit. I'm screaming. Well, I definitely wouldn't say that, but yeah, I, I don't see steel penis. But I'm going to go ahead and just I'm a burp it. Okay, steel penis is a good porn though. I will say that. Check that out. Google that. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Um, David, did you chirp a bird? Oh, um, sorry. Somebody just walked in here. Somebody just walked in my house. Um, uh, I am chirping, chirping the headpiece. I'm burping everything. I love it. Is there? A, do you need to go kill a stranger really quick? Yes. Give me one second. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Please do. David, no! David, no! It's Halloween. <laughs> D delicious giving chirp. Yeah, I thought, I thought this look, first of all, fuck the judges. They tried it. Amazing. This look was everything. It's everything. Agree. She's reflecting. Hello, please. The judges tried. Hello. This I can is, see her in the mirror. This is unbelievable. And I can't believe they could they couldn't and I don't like her. And so <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for That's me true. to be so like you say it, it definitely matters. I was mad. I was mad at how good she looks. And then yeah. I, because I was like, also the way the mirrors reflect her yes. face. Oh, look at that. It's, oh. it's over. It's over. It's over. All right. She, she, she tends chirp, chirp, chirp. Stop, please. Yeah, chirp, 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 baby. Call me Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is unbelievable. It's a chirp. Yeah. Wow. It's so cute. I hate the judges gave her negative critiques on this runway. Like, uh, that really got on my nerves. That did too. They just wanted to put her in the bottom because they did for some reason. Yeah. And it's reflecting. It's giving mirror, mirror. It's, it's stunning. It's beautiful. It's the best. It might be the best on the runway, but let's talk Vicky Vivacious. I also really love this too. I love this. She is shining. It's like broken glass, the hips. Broken, broken Mary, yeah. Oh, she's eat, she yeah. ate it up. I'm sorry, she ate it up. Chirp, yeah. chirp. Really it beautiful. Could, it could have been a tad bit more on the mirror side for me, but it's so good, I'm willing to give it that broken mirror chirp. So I'm going to just go ahead and chirp it. Yes, broken mirror chirp. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll chirp it. The only thing yeah. I don't love is I don't know what I would have wanted under the jacket, but maybe just not a black BCA. I don't know. Maybe I want some, some more shine. Mm. Definitely sure. For sure. Yeah, there's something. She loves a big bumblebee butt. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that silhouette. It's fun. It's, it's fun. It's drag. And you don't have to corset if you wear something this 
this Orta. exaggerated yeah. Orta. Orta. No. no. My girl's no. coming She's comfy. It's a chirp. It's it's it looks absolutely expensive as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Banksy. You know, the makeup first of all, first of all. The makeup in itself threw me off. But I do I do appreciate the little reflective and the little eye that she tried that she that she Mm. I do I do appreciate that. What do y'all think? I'm a chirpy. I would, I would, I was, is it the strongest? No, but I don't need to burp it all the way. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to get burped. I'm going to get I liked it for some, again, I think I'm a little biased with Banksy. I like the makeup. I like the wig. I I do, I think there's questions on how mirrory it is, but I just liked it. Yeah, it's, yeah, mm. I think I gave her a shirt because she went home. Um, mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I like I'm, the I'm yeah, I'm not, to be fair. But out, it's cute. No shade. But it's cute. Burping. It's a bird. It's a bird. I'm burping it because her, her previous outfits to me were so much better. Better. And this was yeah. a letdown for me as far as her yeah. trajectory. Um, I also agree with the makeup note. I think I love the white face, but I wish her whole body was painted white, maybe. Correct. Um, that would have done better for me. Um, so yeah, based on her previous looks, I am broken. Damn. Okay, the weird weird girl curse continues on Drag Race. I appreciate the call. Oh. Yeah. Tomorrow, Thomas giving robot. What do we think? Uh, it's a burp for me. I'm sorry. It's a burp. To me, it's it looks like she, she's wearing uh, um, caramel's missing pieces to her outfit. It looks like uh, she's wearing if, if they uh, fused or something uh, and became one person, right. they would have ate it up. <laughs> oh. Exactly. This is even roommate. You're my roommate, and we can tell. <laughs> I also don't yeah, like my, my girl's split a little. I don't like the back of it. I don't like the little black the stuff underneath it. Uh-uh. It looks un- it just looks unfinished almost. Mm. God, I liked a lot of it. I think I just might be, but again, yeah, the tits are very low. Like the bodice, she's obviously using black undergarments to cover up the way it like just doesn't fit her right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but I like the hair and I like the mug, so I'm kind of torn. Similar to neck up. I, neck up, great. We love the neck up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a light chirp because I'm uh, a problematic. <laughs> 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 Kate Butch, get, uh, Kate Butch giving a big old silver frock. Uh, I don't know. Explain, explain. I did not enjoy the look. I thought the cape was a definitely a bit too long of just holding it out there. Mm-hmm. The reveal was like, oh, okay. So I would also burp it. Um, burp. Yeah, it's a burp. That outfit is eating her up. It is. Where crazy. is the mirror? <laughs> She's holding it. She's holding it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, she ain't holding the mirror, but oh, she really is holding the mirror. I'm screwed. But agree. It's like, she, also, it's a little Barbie ass mirror. Don't come out here with that little Barbie mirror pretending that's your mirror. Yeah. This is drag. Can't see nothing. Drag that mirror out. Drag that mirror out. I also don't like this color of silver. It's almost like green. Blue or green or something. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. EDA her up. It's pretty bad. Uh, uh, what, what did he say? He said, um, he said, yeah, I really didn't care for the reveal. You should have revealed. A, you should have took off the reveal a little sooner. 
like backstage. Yes. Yes. He ate her up. Yes. It's bad. I scream when he said that. I like her headpiece. I like her hair. I even like her mug, but it has to be a burp. Burp. Yeah. And she would understand. Okay, let's. Right. Okay, let's talk about Ginger Johnson's thing. Scaparelli that inspired no arms, all puff. What do we think? I really appreciated how wonky this is and i'm going yeah. to yeah it first of all her hair looks really nice her, her uh, mug she My looks God. great i think it's just so weird enough that it works so i am going to personally chirp it i'm going to say that this is ginger johnson's best drag mm-hmm. um yeah this is the best she's looked all season um it is also drag and funny and hilarious and with that, in all due respect, I will be burping it. Wow. <laughs> because it is not the category for me. Mm. Um, it oh. is not. She would not. I would never think of mirrors. I would never think the category was mirror. mirror. You're right. I think it's her best drag. I think she looks great. I think she's a great in the challenge. I think she deserves a win. Um, but for the mirror, mirror runway, it's going to be a burp. Girls heard mirror and said reflective, and it is too different. I agree with that, Neville. I, I I didn't even think about that because honestly, I loved his outfit so much that made me forget so much, yeah. where he was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think she looks like a gay hot dog. I, ah! I think like ah! I think it's so funny because I think the whole time I'm expecting her to maybe reveal that the arms do come out. Never happened. And they never do. To me, it's so good. Like, this was an experience. I'm chirping it. Yeah. I am chirping it, too. I'm chirping it. All makes sense. I would chirp it. I would chirp it, but I already laid out my ground rules, so I would be a hypocrite if I didn't burp it. So, I have to burp it. But it's a respectful burp. Respectful burp. One thing I am burping is those shoes. Ooh, Ooh, let me see them. Shoes are just. Oh, shoes. they're just a black shoe. You know, you know it's an that's ash, a ginger shoe. It's an ashy black shoe. It's an ashy black, and I'm not with it. Like, that lady probably wears that shoe every week. I yeah. never look at it. And I think she does. Is <laughs> a church girl? No shame. <laughs> yeah. It's spray uh, purple glitter on it. Like, she could have done a little something with that shoe. Um, yeah. But she's selling the garment, boots. Even she's, selling she's selling it. No arms are in. No arms is hot. It's chic. Yeah. It's cool. And it you is. said gay hot dog. Here, I thought hot dogs were already the gayest meal you could eat. This is <laughs> even now. gayer. Not till now. It looks great from the back, too. It's just a really nice garment. It really it's is. It's cool. But yeah, I'm it's never looking at George Johnson's feet. You know, I just, I just never even looked down there. I disregarded no. the the pump and showed yeah. up. <laughs> Damn, Michael Lettuce. Um, what do we think of this disco diva moment? I just think I would have liked it on somebody else. He's just not my. It's a, it's a safe look. You know what? It's a safe look. I when I when it came out, I feel like the judges once again tried to persuade me to like it more than I naturally did. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I like the headpiece is cute. I think it looks very arts and crafty. Um, oh, not too much. It could have been a design challenge. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that could have been a design challenge. 
Yeah, damn. And I'm like, oh, she ate that. Exactly. Yeah. I probably would still give it a chirp, though, honestly. It wasn't my favorite look, but I probably chirp would still chirp it. I'll chirp it. I might chirp it, but I am torn. I, I, I think her drag speaks to her age group um and i'm like the same age as her i think um but like oh. it, it does feel 70s it does feel 80s i love the headpiece and i agree it looks good but i'm with you of like it's not like changing drag but it is technically good i feel like i would have saw this on season three Ooh. I, so I, I, I think this Ooh. looks like a chad michaels look from season four Thank you. That's my goal's look. Or yeah. It's very that. It's very that. So I, I am chirping it for safety, um, but it is not moving me. But sure. sure. Okay. okay. Oh, one, one might say it's dated for sure. Yeah. I'm going to give it a light <laughs> chirp. After we call her. We're fucking treating her like she's the mummy. We're treating this bitch like she is ancient. <laughs> Um, so we have some fun deliberation. RuPaul does say, hey, you all fucking killed it, but we've got to split hairs here. And unfortunately, that means Ginger Johnson wins. Um, like not unfortunately, but like she wins. I was about to to say, unfortunately. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> she wins. And I love that for her because I'm, I'm here on the Ginger Johnson ride. But unfortunately, Dee Dee and Banksy are in the bottom. Mm. What did you mm. think of this lip sync? Um, I think Banksy stood in one place most of the time. Damn. And I thought Dee Dee was moving around and move using her dress to help her win the. Ch- she just sold it. She was selling it way more than Banksy did, and she just yeah. looks a lot better. No shades. Yeah, Dee Dee just looks better. First of all, like look at that reflective glass around her. Um, Unbelievable. And then she, it's really a talent to have musicality and know how to camp things up, but also listen to those little background noises, listen to those little ad libs, like the way she was playing, you know, with her hands. And it really made me know that she knew the song. Um, She also knew the words. She just, she sold it. She had an end pose. Uh, Banksy, it was not a terrible performance, but I wanted to watch Dee Dee the entire time. Yeah, yeah, I was shocked because I'm 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 not a Didi fan. And then every time she made a good choice, I was like, "Fuck, that's yeah. a good choice." <laughs> um, I was shocked that Banksy in the talking head was like, "I'm there's no way I'm going home." And then I saw her lip sync and I was like, "Yeah, there is. Yeah. You're not <laughs> doing very much." <laughs> You're absolutely going home. Um, yeah. One thing I'll say about Didi is, and, and about this this lip sync, they were doing "I Dream the Dream" from Les Mis, right? So this is a musical yes. song, right? And Dee Dee came into the competition never having seen a musical, never having seen a panto. Still, she ate this lip sync. So, like, again, like, Dee Dee was not on my radar before, but now I'm like, oh, this girl is doing well at things that she has no experience in. Let's see what else she can do. Yeah. Yeah, she ate it. It was a clear winner. And I would say that this was probably the best lip sync performance from someone this season. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 It, was give, it was giving taste. It was giving, it was yes. my taste. So all the yes. And we love I was it. captivated. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the look only helped me. So you came, extremely no, elevated. 
UK has the best slow ballad lip syncs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They have some really good ones. I know we, yeah, we have some weird ones here in the US. I'm thinking of that weird, again, I'm thinking of All Stars 3. I'm thinking of that weird lip sync that Kennedy, Kennedy and Bendela had to lip sync to that weird Lord song. That's Is like. Is this the one where Kennedy's dancing? No. That oh was, my God, that no. Was that's, that's, that okay. one's weird too. That one's weird too. That one was, so was it weird or was that just for a tricks to win? Please, please. Yeah. I mean. Uh, no, well, presents plus November 6th. Okay. Yeah. She's trying to And Kennedy's my homegirl. Kennedy's my homegirl. We see the love. I love this. DD stays. Banksy goes. I'm gagged. Banksy walks the runway one final time. He ate that up. Hey, brilliant. I'm walking this room one more time. She ate that. That was top. Top exits that I've seen. Yeah. Brilliant. He was letting the world know, like, okay, I'm not going to be used here, but you can hire me for your runway shows, for your print work. Oh, my girl. Hire me. Yeah. Yeah, I can she walk. Ate, she ate that up so yeah. good. Uh, uh, and that's did. how you eat up Drag Race as a loser. Okay? Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited to see what she does next. I think she would do really good on an All-Stars, or I think she has so much fuel to take her into an All-Star season, I hope. Yeah. Maybe. I hope so. I don't and, know. And at the same time, I see her as not being a drag race girl. I see her as mm. taking that model route and just doing that. Um, who's done that? Uh, Miss Fame. Miss Fame. T. Um, or Violet Tchotchkes. Violet, yeah. yeah. Taste. Bimini. A little bit. Bimini. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The girls that don't really tour as much, they just do their own thing. Um, mm-hmm. But regardless, I'm looking forward to Oh, Dakota Shipper from whatever. Oh, yeah. Yes, that gorgeous. was my fave. Y'all know I was a Dakota Shipper yeah. stand. I can't. Yeah. She so was like, another robbed queen. Why did they send yeah. her home? Yeah, that was my girl. Yeah. Upsetting. Yeah. Upsetting. Okay. Um, who's your winner, everyone? I want to know who your winner is. If you have to pick today, who's your winner of the UK Series 5? I'm going to say Tamara Thomas. Ooh. Love. I'm yeah. going to say Tamara Thomas. Oh! Look, that's why that's I said it first, girl, because I know he's going to say it too. <laughs> David? You know what? I'm going to battle y'all and throw in Caramel. Love it. And I'm going to be delusional and say Kate Butch. Um, <laughs> hey! You told me Delulu was the Salulu. That's right. Um, <laughs> Let's. Yep. This is time for plugs. Before I forget, oh, first of all, I want to say special shout out to the reading challenge where they uh, 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 mentioned someone says you look like a queen that resides over the pits of hell. Best special shout out to Tiffany Pollard, HBIC yes. quote. Yes. 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 Watch House of Villains because yes. it is. Yeah. Oh my God. Villain. Reality expert. Watch House of Villains. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Of course. Amazing. Um, oh, come to Bad Drag Race on November 11th. David might be there. I don't know. Yes. Um, okay, David will be there. Bad Drag Race finale. Watch the crunchiest drag kings in the world compete for the title of King's Cup. Not to be missed. Yes. Now that's Captain Crunch. <laughs> and remind us... Tell us everything about Sissy That's Psyche. Smack us. The links will be below in the podcast description, but remind us one more time why we got to watch Sissy That's Psyche. 
Yes, we have to watch Sissy That Psyche because it is three black queer men on a Wild Presents Plus network. We are one of the probably only shows that is leading that network that is not led by a drag queen. We are ground. We are we are making history on that network, and it is so much fun and so much shade. But at the end of the day, we are coming together to really help support people and just really have an amazing time and just showcase our relationships on that show. And I think you will learn something from watching the show. And it's a good time. And I think that everyone will enjoy it and they will be asking for a season two. <laughs> Work. Manifest. Season two is happening. Yes. Um, while you're there, also watch Avalon TV. I wrote and directed some of those sketches on there. Um, yeah. yeah, get it. Yes. That presents plus. It's really fucking popping off right now. Mm-hmm. They're really, um, they're really pushing that uh, service right now. Really doing some good work over there, and uh, the creative team over there is so cool and collaborative. We actually have a call with them like in thirty minutes for our premiere party. Um, if Where? you're in the LA area. Uh, we're having our premiere party on the 6th as well at WOW Studios on Hollywood Boulevard. We have amazing performances. Uh, our theme song was done by Lolita Leopard, winner of third season of Legendary. So she's flying in to perform it live for everyone. Oh. Uh, we, we also have a local drag queen by the name of Heavenly performing. And then if you're in the club scene here, we have DJ Monte Crisco on the ones and twos. We are turning WOW Studios upside down on the 6th. Oh, my so God. It's make sure you're there if you're there. Oh my God, it's actually going to be the best party that's ever been in that space. Correct. Yeah. Period. We hope that's what it is. We hope that's what it is. We also have a lot of community organizations um, coming in. We have Better Brothers uh, who just came on board to help sponsor the event and also table and give out some information. Uh, we also have In the Meantime Men, which is another community organization coming on board. Um, and so we have a lot of community support as well to really uh, service you know, the area and uh, they synergize so well with what the show already is. So we're turning that place the fuck out. So definitely come if you are in town and you are Work. under my voice right now. Yay! Link below, November 6th, going till 11? Yeah. Um, yeah. Work. I can't wait. Y'all are amazing. <laughs> if you like Drag Her Podcast, follow us at Drag Her Podcast on Instagram. Uh, and give us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify. If you write that review, we'll read it on the air. It helps keep the damn lights on. Amen. Um, y'all are fucking cool and amazing. Till next time. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. I love y'all. Let the love music so. play. Hey, Bye. Kira. It's it, so it's well. your- when you walk me, let us do the key. Hey, That was a HeadGum original.